If you're the kind of small business owner who sits down to try and do some social media content, get some stuff in the bag, and then has zero idea what to say about yourself, your business, what it is that you do, this is the episode for you. In this episode, we're kind of taking a couple of steps back from the nuts and bolts practical side of things, and we're actually going to look at a bit of headspace stuff that I believe will help you get past these mental blocks about what do I say, imposter syndrome, self-doubt level stuff, and get you in the habit of believing that what you do is important and valuable and necessary. In this episode, I'm going to walk you through how the concepts of marketing, manifesting, and magnetism because I love myself a good alliteration, how they're all connected and how by taking baby steps one at a time through your marketing, but being mindful of what you're doing on the mental level in the process, how you can start to develop a growing sense of confidence and belief in your products and services and the role your business plays in the wider world and how that in turn will create this magnetic kind of field around what you do and it'll start attracting the right kind of customers and people and opportunities into your world and and also repelling those that aren't terribly well aligned with your beliefs and your values and where you want to be in life. If this sounds like the just the thing you need to get unstuck and to get your marketing on rails, let's dive in. You're listening to Taking Back Joy, a more than marketing podcast. This is where we dive into how to market your regional and rural small business sustainably without being stuck to your screen. I'm your host, Meredith Page, and I was born and raised in a small town full of fantastic small businesses, and now I'm doing the same with my own family. I'm a marketing coach, a mum, and a wife, and I want to share with you everything I've learned, and I'm still learning, about juggling a family, business growth, mental well-being, and healthy boundaries. Here we market smarter, not harder, so we can take the busyness out of our businesses. If you're running a small business, raising small humans, and trying to make a big difference in a small town, you're in the right place. This is Taking Back Joy. What if I told you that you being stuck, so to speak, with your marketing right now could actually be linked to your self-belief and the magnetic kind of energy you're putting out right now? Firstly, that might sound super woo-woo, but Bear with me, I'm speaking from my own experience here and in fact this has come off the back of a string of marketing coaching calls I've had recently where new clients have come to me needing help with their marketing where they're stuck, they don't quite know what to say and they're feeling this weird kind of barrier between what they think they want to talk about, what's going to resonate with their audiences and what other people seem to be able to do fairly easily on social media and different marketing platforms, i.e. speak into their expertise, attract clients, create really engaging content, and subsequently have really successful, seemingly successful marketing. So there's an element of headspace stuff here that I want to talk to you guys about today because I feel like it could really go some way, not just helping you get unstuck with your marketing, but getting you unstuck in general. And it's the sort of thing that didn't happen for me overnight. It's very much been this slow but steady cumulative effect of self-belief, believing that what I do is important, having that attract the right people, saying no to the wrong opportunities, and then it just compounds on itself and then that has broader benefits one of the more significant benefits being more powerful marketing content. So this, and this is a big thing for me. I'm not the person that's just going to throw you at social media and go do ABC and then do XYZ and it should work because 
all good things take time and all good things take energy. And for me, I don't want to just give you some 30-day paint by numbers formula in terms of say this on Instagram and it'll work because you know what? I think we're getting really in tune now when people's hearts aren't in the right place, so to speak, as in their heart's not behind what they're saying and they're just following a script. And the stuff that really does resonate with us is coming from somewhere deeper inside um, the person we're communicating with or we're engaging with on social media, whose content we're absorbing. We seem to be able to detect on some subliminal level whether what they're saying and doing is connected to some higher purpose that drives them versus it's a box they're checking for their social media market manager or it's a box they're checking and some download they got where it's like, oh, day 20, do a quick tip. Um, I'm sure we've all seen those. I'm sure we've all fallen, not victim to, but I'm sure we've all gotten caught in the spiral of scour the internet for free content, try and do all the things, download the 30-day plan, download the top 20 cheat sheet, all that. But it really kind of falls flat if your heart isn't behind your message and you don't have this deeper belief that what you do and who you are is important and valuable. So I thought we'd kind of take things back from the practical side of things this week. And I wanted to talk to you about how these three concepts of, from my experience and understanding, how the three concepts of manifesting, magnetism, and subsequently marketing are actually all connected. There's two things that kind of sparked this idea off for me that it being something I wanted to share with you guys. First of all, I was at my, one of my son's, uh, mate's birthday parties the other weekend and like a lot of these kids I've known since they're about six months old and so like I always love chatting to the kids um and so they'll tell me like their little their stories from school um all they had all these questions they were sort of throwing out there to each other and to me um and I was watching them also like include younger siblings and they were really just naturally gentle and nurturing inclusive of them it was just really lovely to watch they're a really lovely bunch of kids but watching them in all their little groups because there was a bajillion of them there like I had at the local park and the place was just teeming with kids it was great and the, just watching them all in their little groups with their little role plays and then some of them would be leaders and some of them would be directing the group. I realized that like all kids are born absolutely brilliant. Like they're all smart and inventive and creative and curious. Like they're all to a one are brilliant. Like there's no real standouts. They're just all different. And so then I kind of got thinking where along the way do we as adults kind of lose that innate belief in our own curiosity and our own intelligence like when you're looking at say a bunch of six and seven year olds they don't question what they're thinking or what they're feeling what they're doing they act like everything they're doing is important and interesting and valuable and everything they want to know and everything they want to try is important interesting and valuable so at what point along the way do we lose this innate belief that what we want to do what we want to try what we want to see is important and interesting and valuable so we really kind of need to get that back um, I think I don't know what happens to some of us over the course of time some of us do find a way to get it back but it's almost like life convinces us to you know play small stay small and not make too much noise and look it's a real shame when people do get to that point stay in that point but then if you when you find yourself in the position where you want to start a business and you and your business given the size of your business like for me me and my business are kind of intricately linked like my values and my business values are one and the same so when you find yourself at a point where you want to start a business you very quickly realize that any headspace stuff you haven't figured out it is going to show up and keep showing up and keep getting in the way of your business until you sort it out and one of the biggest 
sort of blocks that I see coming up in the marketing coaching clients that I work with, it starts with not really knowing what to say on social media. And that's kind of like the surface level problem that they have. And then you sort of unpack things a little bit deeper and it's like, okay, well, I normally sort of, my first go-to is kind of like unpacking who their target market is, um, how they uniquely serve them and why should people choose them above anyone else. And that's kind of where we start. And I'll go into my storytelling kind of concepts in another podcast because that's a really, it's very much a tried and tested framework for me and it normally results in some really powerful, high quality content that ends up wherever you want to put it, emails, videos, social media, wherever. But it gives you a really good grasp on your story and what you can say to have impact with your audience. But when, now we're sort of, at this, this episode, I really want to unpack the how we get there part. And so what happens is, so they people come to me initially saying they have issues with not knowing what to say on social media. And then it's, so then we get to this first level. It's like, okay, what do you do? I do this. Why is it unique? And then they sort of start getting a bit, oh, well, I, I, I think it's, I think I do things a little bit differently this way, but you can start seeing them comparing them to the industry peers starting to creep into the conversation. And so another way we can kind of circle around to it then is go, okay, well, why is what you do important? And when we do that, we kind of flip the conversation. It becomes more about the people they serve and what they do for them rather than trying to talk about their own inherent value and importance. And then they really start to open up. Um, and then we can kind of go a bit deeper on, you know, into sort of unpacking how they got there in the first place. What did they kind of notice the industry was lacking, that there was a gap they wanted to fill? And so over the course of the conversation and then the subsequent sessions we have, what happens on the surface is that we start being able to create some real content for their for their audience that's going to resonate with them. But underneath that, they start really reaffirming their belief in what they do being important, valuable and necessary in the wider world. And they get really good at standing by what they do, why they do it and how they do it, a super high value and importance. So once they've then established a true, a clearer sense of why what they do is valuable, then they start developing confidence. And so then what happens is this really kind of, really kind of neat self-fulfilling loop starts to appear. So they'll go out and they'll put their message out there as part as like, you know, dipping their toe back into the idea of being consistent in their marketing. And then each time that they're repeating what they do, what their level of expertise is, why it's important, it's a reaffirming it in their own mind that, that, that very same fact that why it is in fact important. And then I'll normally set them a challenge of doing like an Instagram live or a Facebook live or something where they're getting in front of the camera, out of their comfort zone and speaking into their expertise. And again, the more they find themselves repeating these messages of value and um, expertise and um, you know importance of what they do, it kind of feeds back in on itself and reaffirms with them even more so. And then, then they start getting more confident about what they're doing. They get confident about stating who they are and why what they do is necessary. And then that becomes magnetic. So then they start becoming more magnetic through their marketing to their potential customers. And what happens then is once you start becoming more confident in who you are and what you stand for and why what you do is necessary, you almost create this magnetic field around you that attracts the kind of people that are most likely to do business with you and repels those that are least likely to do business with you, very similar to a magnet. And then what happens is you have manifesting. So suddenly the right kinds of clients, the right kinds of opportunities, the right kind of business start appearing in your life and they start 
coming into existence. Now, this is where it can get a little bit woo-woo, and everyone, I think everyone's come across the manifesting term in some way, shape, or form, and it's a very much a, a buzzword these, day, these, these days when it comes to marketing. So this is my way of showing you how it works in practical terms. Once you start developing really sound confidence in who you are and what you do, then that, that confidence starts kind of oozing out of you and it creates this almost like magnetic field around you that then, like I said, attracts those most likely to do business with you and most aligned with those values and beliefs you're putting out there and it repels those least likely to align with those values and beliefs. And then the right sort of opportunities and projects and people start appearing in your life. And like from an anecdotal perspective, this week alone, I just sometimes can't believe the luck, my luck in the kinds of people that come to me for these marketing coaching sessions. Like they are, two or one are like fascinating and community minded and they're dedicated to the people they serve. They kind of have these really cool multifaceted skill sets. So there's a lot for us to kind of experiment with and promote and talk about. Um, a lot of them, a lot of the people that I tend to attract have a very holistic view to what they do as well. And a holistic approach seems to be important, like a consistent theme to all of them. A lot of them are also very invested in empowering their clients, which is something that is hugely important to me. So it's interesting that I've started to attract these kinds of people into my space because that too is what's important to them. It's about them giving the tools and the knowledge to their people so then they can go on and, you know, do the best for themselves and not be dependent on others for their own success. So all I can offer you is how I see that kind of flowing into my life and what the result finally is. So I suppose that brings us to the question of what can you do to kind of get yourself into this space where you are creating this magnetic, attractive, attracting kind of force to bring in the right kind of people and things into your life to then be able to enjoy this concept of manifesting. And I suppose the best thing is to start, get started on your marketing. Start repeating yourself over and over again. This is what I do. This is why it's important. And this is why you should work with me. These are my values, my beliefs, my ethics. This is what, this is why I came to be. So you can always circle back to my, my episodes. There's one called my three bucket approach to creating content, I believe. I'll see if I can drop the link in the show notes. But the idea is that creating content that connects conveys and converts so you want to sort of try try doing three posts a week one of which connects with your audience on either a value or belief or a goal that you share with them something that's going to put you on a person-to-person level second post convey talk about your expertise you know position yourself as an expert in the field that they're interested in and they want to do business with convert show them how you can do how they can do business with you and what the next step is but you'll find that once you get consistent with this, even this just base level marketing, inevitably you'll, re- you'll be repeating to yourself over and over again why what you do and who you are is important. And then that feeds on itself. You'll grow more confident. You'll get more sure of the kind of work and things you do want to do and the kind of things you don't want to do. And then you will start seeing that gravitating towards you um, almost naturally. And it won't happen overnight. It won't happen in a big rush. For me, it did happen in a cumulative effort where it was like baby steps in the right direction. And now I honestly say the more specific I've gotten in the kinds of people I do business with and the kinds of work I do with them, it's only gotten better. I've only attracted more of the right people and it does really just keep paying in on top of itself. And I feel really good and really confident about what it is that I do and why it is that it's important. 
So that would be my big tip for getting getting started on this, is try and set yourself a challenge for the next, say, four weeks. Three times a week, I want you to post about why your business is important um, using the connect, convey, and convert approach. And if you find you start struggling to because we, I think we all sort of have this entrenched humility that we feel talking about ourselves is bad and braggy. Unfortunately, when you're marketing your own business, if you don't brag about yourself, who will? You really got to be on the front foot with this. But if you find yourself struggling with the idea of talking about yourself and talking about your own value and things like that, try looking at it from the perspective of this question, which I mentioned earlier. Is what you do important? Now, if you're in business, the answer is inevitably yes. So is what you do important? And if so, why? And you will find that that will sort of help you get into the flow of talking about what it is that you do because you'll be talking it from the perspective of those whom you want to have impact with and why you want to help them. Even if that's where you've got to start where it's not about you, it's about them, over time you'll find that this feeds your level of confidence about what, where your place is in the world and why that's where you've planted your flag. And the marketing will only continue to flow more easily from there. Now, I really hope this has helped you today with any kind of mental blocks you've had towards getting started on your marketing. And the other thing I will sort of warn you about too, sometimes if you have had a big sort of hiatus from any kind of consistent marketing, it can sometimes feel like you're kind of speaking to nobody, but you just need to give it time. When you're at the speaking to nobody feeling stage, it's a perfect opportunity to try everything, get all like the clutter and the the crap runs and the bad recordings and the bad videos, get them all out of your system while you feel like you're at the point where no one's watching. I guarantee the people are watching. There's always that concept of lurkers on social media, especially where they won't engage, won't follow, won't like, but they're watching. So what if you feel like you're sort of at the smaller end of the spectrum right now in terms of audience size, great. Now is your opportunity to experiment, to try stuff, to screw it up, to start all over again and get all that sort of newbie clutter out of the system. So when you do start growing a more sizable audience, you're a lot more polished, you're a lot more confident, and you do have that cumulative sense of self-belief and self-worth ready to go and pump out through your marketing. I really hope this has been helpful for you guys. I know this is something that I've had to break through with a lot of my clients this week to great success, and now they can see how much value that I can see when I help them create their marketing content. Until next week, guys, hope you stay safe and well. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Taking Back Joy. Did this episode happen to spark an idea in your business brain? I'd love to hear how this topic helped you. So take a screenshot of you listening right now, post it to Instagram and tag me at meredithpage.me and tell me in the caption what your big takeaway was from this episode. Thanks guys. See you next time.